Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You're listening to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. Tis the season, and as families reunite during the holidays this year, it's not unusual for adult children who haven't seen their aging parents in a while to worry about them. Is their health holding up? Are they still mentally on top of things? Is it time to start thinking about long-term care? If you're the one worried about elderly parents, what signs do you look for to make sure they're fine? And if you're the aging parent, how do you assure family members that you're doing well and that their concerns are unwarranted? And just how do either of you start those conversations? On the line to give us some tips is Chris Orestes, President of Retirement Genius and Authority on Retirement Planning, Long-Term Care, and Financial Health. Thank you for joining me. Oh, Vicki, thank you. This is such an important conversation to be having. I'm glad to be here. Chris, tell us, what are some signs family members should look for during holiday gatherings if they suspect an aging parent is no longer capable of living on their own? Well, you know, the holidays are a really great time to take stock of what you're seeing, what you're hearing, because you might not have been together with family for quite some time, and there could have been some real changes that have occurred since the last time you saw each other. So you want to look for three or four critical signs that there could be some changes in the air that might be leading towards a need for some form of long-term care support or service. So the first thing you want to be looking for are signs of physical deterioration as the person had rapid weight loss since the last time you saw them? Are they having a hard time getting up? Are they having a hard time with balance? Have they become much weaker? Uh, or even physical signs of injury? Are, they, are there bruises uh, that could be telltale signs that somebody's physical capabilities are, are starting to give way? Then another area to keep uh, a real close eye on is p- potential signs of mental deterioration. Is a person's mental faculties starting to slip? And, and I'm talking about something more severe than a senior moment. We've all had the experience where we've walked into a room and then thought to ourselves, wait a minute, why, why did I come in here? But that's a lot different than walking into a room and not knowing where you are or not mm-hmm. knowing who you're with, confusing people and names and dates and not recognizing people that are your own children or grandchildren. You start to see some of that happening, and that's a sign of dementia could be setting in. Alzheimer's could be something to be watching out for. Those are the mental clues that you want to keep an eye out for. And then there's environmental deterioration. You come to your loved one's home for the holidays, and all of a sudden it's disheveled. It's a mess. There's signs of damage in the home, maybe burn marks in the kitchen or the car crashed into the wall in in the garage things that are out of place, out of sorts. You want to keep an eye out for is the environment 
that your loved one living in deteriorating? Are those signs being given to you that, that you need to be paying attention to? If you start to see those things, it starts to add up to, is the person able to continue to function with their activities of daily living, which is known as an ADL, their ability to go to, their, to the bathroom on their own, their ability to safely walk and move, get up, sit down on their own, their ability to eat and prepare food to transport themselves. When somebody has lost two or more of their ADLs clinically, that's a sign of a need for long-term care. That's a sign that long-term care practitioners look for, a sign that long-term care insurance looks for to trigger benefits. So if you're seeing those signs, those are real clues that this could be a potential time to start thinking about what you might need to do going forward with how to talk about and then move forward into some kind of long-term care. Now, what if I'm the elderly parent and I'm doing fine? How can I assure my family members that they don't need to worry? Well, as the saying goes, the proof's in the pudding. Mm. So if you're doing well, you can demonstrate that by all those signs that I pointed out. You can show them that you're physically capable, you're injury-free, your, your mind is still sharp, that the house still is in shape, that you still can cook a great turkey dinner and put out all the fixings, that you are living well. But let me say that even if you don't need care and you're able to demonstrate to the family just through how you're living that things are still okay and alleviate any concerns they might have, this is an opportunity to have a discussion and, and share with them what your wishes are and how you might be prepared for long-term care if it were to ever come up in the future. So if the children, if you bring this up and the discussion comes and you realize, well, I guess maybe it isn't time, it's actually now you've opened up a great time to have the discussion. Would you, as the possible person that would need long-term care in the future, prefer home care? Might you be interested in a certain assisted living community that's somewhere in the area where maybe some of your relatives or friends are currently residing. And if that's the case, what do you have in place in terms of your financial capabilities to cover the expensive costs of long-term care? It's a good time to put together an organized file of your insurance policies, your bank records, your assets, your income. Have all that organized so that if the time does come, everything's in one place and you can easily get to it. You also want to make sure you discuss with the family what you have in place in terms of uh, potential estate planning or your medical wishes with a medical director, possible powers of attorney. Some member of the family might be the right one that if you're no longer capable of either making your medical decisions or your financial decisions, you want to have the right legal documents in place to give somebody you trust, a loved one, a family member, you know, a sibling who you know will act on your best interest to have those pieces in place so that if you are coming to the point you need long-term care and maybe you can't do those things anymore, put all that together, you've already done it. So how do you start these conversations and who should start them? It's obviously one of the most difficult discussions anybody can have. People just don't like to talk about long-term care. This is this is a subject matter people just avoid. They don't want to think about it for themselves or for their loved one. I mean, you know, most people, when you bring up the topic of long-term care, say, well, I'm never going to need that. If that ever came to me, they'll never put me in a nursing home and vice versa. As the adult children, you don't want to think of your parents who, who've been the rock of your family and raised you and done so much 
all of a sudden becoming in a point in their life where they can no longer care for themselves, and now it's on you. So number one, it's a discussion people want to avoid, but they shouldn't. And, and the way to start this discussion, particularly if there are issues of concern, if you're starting to see those signs, is it really needs to start with the siblings and the in-laws coming together and being on the same page. Do we agree that we're all seeing the same thing? Do we agree that maybe it is time for some form of care? Maybe it's home care. Maybe we've got to get somebody out of the home and into assisted living or nursing care or memory care. But you want to be on the same page. You don't want to have disagreement among the family before you've even addressed the subject with your loved one. And then when you are on the same page and you're ready to have that discussion, you're together for the holidays, I wouldn't start it with, hey, mom, pass the potatoes. And by the way, I think we need to move you to a nursing home. You want to ease into this discussion. You know, start out, get, get it in a quiet, calm environment. Everybody's on the same page and you want to ease into it. You want to start addressing what you think you're seeing are your concerns. You want to start talking about and maybe getting some feedback from your loved one about what kind of care that might work for them. If, if, if maybe it was time to start exploring that, you could maybe even bring in a third-party advisor like a geriatric care planner or manager. They're excellent third-party experts. They can give their own assessment and, and advice about what they see and what they think would be the most appropriate way to move forward and then emphasize the positives that this is not only a safety and a health issue, but it's also a lifestyle issue. For a lot of seniors, they're living in isolation. They're living at home. Sometimes their spouse has become their caregiver, and they're almost living like they're a full-time home caregiver. So it can help for everybody's peace of mind, help for life, lifestyle, help for health and safety as well. I'm speaking with Chris Arrestas, president of Retirement Genius. When they hear the phrase long-term care, a lot of people think of nursing homes. But what other options are available, and what does it all cost? Well, yeah, I mean, for so many people, you say the word long-term care or nursing home, and you have a vision in your head of you're about to spend the rest of your life sitting in a wheelchair, in a hallway, in a dank, old brick building. Mm -hmm. and, and that's really not the case. There's so many different options. There's, you can get home care support that's non-medical. You can get full medical care at home. There's assisted living communities. And Vicki, I'm going to tell you, I've been to some of these assisted living communities. They're nicer than Ritz-Carlton's. Mm -hmm. I wish I could be living in some of these things. They're <laughs> unbelievable. And then nursing homes, which are skilled care facilities. For some people, their, their health may deteriorate to a point where they really do need full medical attention. Nursing homes, there are some amazing facilities out there that emphasize lifestyle, comfort, quality food, so don't think of the old, outdated notion that, that a nursing home is practically being institutionalized in a funny farm. It, mm. it, it's not what we all saw in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm. You know, this is, these are very high-quality 21st century facilities or care providers that can come to your home, but it is expensive. The cost of care in this country for, for long-term care is, is pretty steep. The average cost on a monthly basis for a, a private room in a nursing home can easily be in the neighborhood of seven, eight thousand dollars a month. Wow. In an assisted living community, three to five thousand a month. And then depending on what form of care you're getting at home, it could be in the range of three to five thousand a month for non medical care 
and you know, seven, eight thousand a month on average for medical-based care at home. So what you have to understand is there are different forms of care, different costs associated with that, and different forms of payment that work for the type of care you're getting. So what are some things that seniors can do to reduce the odds that they'll need long-term care at some point? Well, I always say it's never too late to prepare for retirement, to prepare for the cost of long-term care, and to not just do that on a financial basis, but also on a physical basis. Not only is the cost of care expensive, and one of the things that can wipe out your retirement savings and your retirement plans quicker than anything. And so we recommend two things. One, you want to be financially prepared because guess what? If it ends up that you overprepared and you didn't need it, that's better than being underprepared, needing it, and you're not ready and you can't handle it. So we always say the younger and healthier you are, look into things like long-term care insurance. You want to have life insurance because down the road with a life insurance policy, if you decide you don't want to keep it to pay out a death benefit, you could always use a long-term care life settlement and convert it into a way to pay for care. So you have long-term care insurance, you have long-term care life settlements, you have reverse mortgages, you have veterans aid and attendance benefit for veterans, and then there's Medicare and Medicaid if you qualify. That can also help pay for care. So you want to have your range of how you're going to pay for it. At least you want to be aware of it, if not have those various tools in place. But then physically, the best investment you'll ever make in your retirement is to stay healthy, is to do all you can as early as you can, although it's never too late to start, to stay in shape, to stay mobile. The people who end up needing long-term care are people who let themselves get overweight, sedentary, they let their minds go soft and start to slip into dementia, and they expose themselves to onset of either chronic Uh, disease and conditions or injury. People who slip, fall, and break a hip, for the most part, the vast majority of those people are are then on a kind of a one-way track into long-term care. But if you can stay healthy financially, physically, and mentally by good exercise, good diet, good routine in your life, living with purpose, living with motion and action, having good relationships with your family and friends, and keeping your mind sharp, puzzles and, and, and mind games, strategy games like chess and poker, if you're doing that, you're delaying, if not averting altogether, the possibility of needing long-term care in the future. And the more you can avoid long-term care by living smart early financially and physically, the better off you're going to be. In it. And then if it does come to a point that you do end up needing long-term care down the road, you'll be better prepared to handle it financially and physically. And if it is time for long-term care, what is the right type of care? How do we know that? For people who are kind of starting out, there's something called the continuum of care or the long-term care journey. And oftentimes it starts where you don't need nursing home full medical care on day one. It might just be that you need some assistance at home. And that could be non-medical home care assistance. More like things like maybe you can't drive anymore. And so you need some help being driven and and getting your groceries and maybe somebody who's helping to prepare some meals and and just doing some things so that you're able to stay home. But it's not medical care. It's just home care assistance. Now, as things with your health continues to get more serious, maybe you get to a point where living at home doesn't work any longer. 
but maybe it's going into an assisted living community. Again, it's not full medical care, but now you're in an environment where you're getting some assistance on the medical side and on the living side, but you're also getting a very enriching lifestyle enhancement. There are so many activities and and transportation and things that they do with assisted living communities. It's just the people who end up in an assisted living community at some point, if they do, usually rave about the experience. It, It enhances the lifestyle they've been living versus for many people living isolated at home. But if the medical demands start to get to a point that you actually need skilled nursing care, skilled medical care, it's possible to get that at home, although it's not as available as a skilled nursing facility. A skilled nursing home is where you're actually getting licensed medical care for long-term care supports and services. And if it's cognitive in nature, if it's more dementia, Alzheimer's driven, then you're probably best served to go into a memory care facility, which are very specifically designed to protect and work with giving as best possible lifestyle experience and treatment to people who are suffering from Alzheimer's, dementia, and cognitive problems. So you have a couple of options in home care, assisted living, nursing home care, and memory care that in many ways you'll we'll see the progression of you start with home, you go to assisted, then you go to nursing. That's sort of the continuum of care you'll see happen oftentimes for people when they've prepared correctly and they understand that the time has come to move forward on that journey. I've been speaking with Chris Arrestas, president of Retirement Genius. Is there anything else you want us to know? I just want to say that, one, there's a lot of good information out there. So don't just take my word for it. We always encourage everybody, go online. There's great information through state and federal government agencies that will help you better understand what Medicare will do for you, what Medicaid will do for you, what forms of care require private pay. So make sure you're well-informed. Make sure that you're talking to your loved ones, talking to your spouse. Don't wait for the last minute. The worst possible situation you could find yourself in is something happens, you're admitted to a hospital, and then the discharge nurse looks at you and says, we're discharging you in 24 hours to a skilled rehabilitation center. Medicare will cover that for 100 days. But beyond that, do you have your insurance in place? Have you qualified for Medicaid? Do you want to do home care? What what are your plans? And everybody looks at each other and goes, "Um, we never really thought about this before. And so all of a sudden you go from having never thought about long-term care to needing to become an expert in it in 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And and it's not going to happen. The sooner you prepare, the more your communication is open, the more you do to protect your health, the more you do to prepare yourself financially, the better that this quite possible inevitability will be in your life. Remember this, over 70% of Americans, when they get past the age of 65, are going to need some form of long-term care in their life. You may think this isn't going to happen to you, but 7 out of 10 people, it does happen to, and you're better to be prepared for it then get caught short and find yourself in a real pinch. Where can we go to get more information about this? Well, we certainly invite people to come to our website, retirementgenius.com, where we provide a host of information and resources to help families navigate through this complicated formula. 
whether it's financial, whether it's health, whether it's long-term care planning, whether it's lifestyle enrichment, we provide a lot of information and tools. So we invite you, please come to retirementgenius.com and start informing yourself and having this discussion between yourselves and your loved ones. Thank you so much for talking with us today and happy holidays. And same to you. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.